Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Katie Martin. A high-stakes battle between the head of the world's largest private equity firm and an Italian media tycoon is raising questions among investors about the ease of doing business in Italy. Josh Noble talks to our Milan correspondent, Rachel Sanderson, about the dispute and its protagonists. So, Rachel, this dispute focuses around a single building in Milan. Can you tell us a bit more about it and the history of this building? This is a very special building in Milan. The building is in an area right in the centre, in the cobbled centre of Italy's business and finance and fashion capital, on a road called Via Solferino. It has been for 109 years the headquarters of Italy's biggest selling national daily, Corriere della Sera. Now, this is a building where Italy's great journalists were Oriana Falacci, Italo Calvino, Enzo Biaggi, and more recently Beppe Severnini. There's always stories of people wanting to come in and lay flowers on the chairs that certain correspondents worked in, like someone, for example, as Italo Calvino or Oriana Falacci. So this is a building that is very much part of the history very much of Milan and also very much of Italy itself. If you read in a newspaper the name Via Solferino, if you hear the word spoken Via Solferino on television, that you know is what people are talking about is Corriere della Sera. It's that powerful uh, a memory and a place and a location in the Italian consciousness. So a famous much-loved address but it's at the centre of a battle between two quite powerful forces. Who's involved and what's going on? It's a fascinating battle because it is between Blackstone, the world's largest private equity group led by the billionaire Stephen Schwarzman, and Urbano Cairo, who is now the owner of RCS Media Group, which is in turn the owner of Corriere la Sera, the owner of Gazzetto dello Sport, the biggest selling sports daily in Italy. He's also the owner of a television channel. He's also the owner of a football club, Torino FC. And perhaps most strikingly, he is a former personal assistant to Silvio Berlusconi. And he has clearly taken certain things out of Berlusconi's playbook, owning media and owning football, for starters. The battle you have between these two is quite extraordinary. What has happened is that you have, as it were, international money and international financial power in a litigation against local and domestic financial power. It is all about who owns the Via Solferino building that Corriere's former management sold in 2013 when the media group RCS was on the brink of collapse. The board signed it off. The board, there are members of the Italian establishment, signed it off. Blackstone bought it for 120 million euros. But Mr Cairo, who subsequently took control of RCS Media Group and Corriere della Sera, has decided that Blackstone was able to get a lower price out of the former management than the building was truly worth. And he has taken Blackstone to an arbitration court in Milan trying to get the entire sale declared null and void under Italy's tough usury rules. On the other side, Blackstone, outraged by this situation, have taken Cairo to court in New York and they have put forward litigation in which they are arguing that he has intentionally seeking to undermine them and to seize the building back. So you have on one side somebody who owns the building and on the other side somebody who rents the building saying we sold it to you too cheaply because of the situation. Is there a pattern to any of this? Have you seen incidents like this before in Italy or elsewhere? 
No, this is a one-off. This is extraordinary. This has very much rattled people in Milan on both sides. It very much stems to the personality of Cairo, who has a self-made man who has managed to, as it were, rush upon and take control of Correa de la Sera in a bid battle. He is very daring, very bold in his behaviour. I spoke to someone close to him who, when I was saying, this is an extraordinary act you're doing here, you're you know taking on the world's largest private equity group. And this person's response was, well, Mr. Cairo took on five of the leading figures of the Italian establishment in the bid battle for Correa de la Sera, and he won that. He considers one person being against him, one opponent in the form of Blackstone, will be an easier fight to win. Well, this isn't just one opponent. This is global capitalism versus the Italian business community in a way. How is it going down in Italy? Is there sympathy with the sort of local combatant or is it with international money? Amongst financiers and bankers in Milan who are dealing with a very difficult moment now, we have a Eurosceptic anti-establishment government in Rome and foreign investors have already been rattled by that. The idea that a big foreign investor like Blackstone could in turn be put off Italy because they have now doubts about Italian law and whether when you have a board sign off the sale of something, it really means a sale, that their concerns about you know risk management committees, for example, could get jittery over Italy. So those people are very concerned. I had a senior financier who was aware of the case say to me that he thought that Cairo had underestimated the risk of taking on a private equity group with the wealth and assets under management the size of a small country, which I thought rather summed up the tensions involved here. But in Italy, is there also a sort of sympathetic wing of, as well of the business community that wants to see the local man triumph over the, the foreigners? I think the business community less so. Certainly this plays very well attacking big finance politically in Italy at the moment. As I said, there's an anti-establishment government led by the Five Star who very much came up from an anti-big business, anti-big banks move. The relevance of this at the moment, on one front, definitely Cairo is very unlikely, I think, being able to nullify the deal, but perhaps to be able to get in some form of maybe lowering his rent, getting some rent back has been suggested to me. But it also plays well politically, which is relevant because Mr Cairo has been recently tipped as possibly wanting to enter politics like his former boss, Mr Berlusconi. This case is about one single building and effectively a rental contract, but it has big ramifications for Italy. Where do you think this is heading? Is there any chance that Blackstone could lose? Is there any chance that they could end up giving up the building? Or do you think it's going to take years before we find out what happens? Italian courts do usually take years. One of the things that puts foreign investors off about Italy, actually, is that law cases can take on average, seven to eight years to complete. The specifics of this case are, though, that what the Urbano Cairo camp are hoping is that the New York court, which clearly is much, much faster, will rule that the case needs to be heard in Milan. So that's the next move we're looking for, and that should happen in a number of months. The ruling by the arbitration court in Milan, I've been told, should take place within the next year, the next 18 months. Given the potential costs to both sides within the New York suit and on the other side, Blackstone has had held up a sale for 
the building for 250 million euros that it's planning to sell to Allianz. And so both sides, it's already proving, particularly for Blackson, already costly. What I am hearing is that both sides are hoping that they will come to an agreement one way or the other. But in the meantime, the biggest risk is that it affects the perception of the investability of Italy once again, which is weighing on the country already. That was Josh Noble talking to Rachel Sanderson, Milan correspondent. We'll be back with another news feature tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, do take a look at our latest subscription offer at ft.com slash offer. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.